0: RIFLING THROUGH THOSE LONG BOXES AND BAGGING THOSE BOOKS WELCOME TO YOUR HOME FOR STAR WARS COMICS THIS IS THE COSMIC FORCE PODCAST
1: A UTINI PODCAST
0: NETWORK PRODUCTION AND NOW HERE ARE YOUR HOSTS TYLER Reganti, EMMA PARK, CALEB Lamanek AND JACOB Bosch.
2: HELLO EVERYBODY AND WELCOME TO EPISODE 16 SWEET 16 OF THE COSMIC FORCE my name is Tyler Reganti, and tonight we have another Artist Spotlight episode featuring Will Sliney. Uh, we'll talk about the titles he's been a part of, some of our favorite art of Will's. Uh, plus, we have new High Republic news, as well as exciting things happening in this week's releases, which we'll discuss in the weekly pull list. But first, let's check in with the rest of the team here, and we are going to start with Emma. And I believe, Emma, you were saying it's it's getting close to be semester time, right?
3: That's correct. Yes. I am in a major purchasing mode, um, for my condo. Um, so soon I think that my cosmic force background is definitely not going to look like this, but who knows when probably early September. So, um, probably won't have as many star Wars books. It'll probably be a little bit more plain, but you know what? School's important. Stay in school, kids.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is very important to, uh, to, to do that. Uh, I I I don't miss those times. I had great, I had good times in college, but I'm 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 glad yeah. that it's, it's it could be stressful go-
3: for sure. Yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Caleb, I uh, I I see the nice little bow tie there. That the, the, I, I'm exactly.
1: It. You know, I decided to go a little more uh, pastel here, a little more neutral. It is my the start of my vacation here, oh, so I'm going to be right. off from work for a little bit. So I'm kicking it up. I'm in shorts. <laughs> Life is very very good now. <laughs>
2: That is awesome. You, you, you said Nashville for, for your vacation,
1: correct? Correct. Music City. Sorry, let me... <laughs> Nashville. Dude,
0: Timothy's going to come down and slap the crap out of you.
1: <laughs>
2: he should. That that was pretty bad. I, I deserve that. Uh, well, I'm glad we were able to kick off your vacation uh, by hanging out with us tonight. Uh, and then our, and our last member of the team, our arguably most important member of the team, our producer, Jacob, you were also in... Uh, ramp up for semester mode, right?
0: I yes, I am. I was telling you guys about my thrilling list of school books, uh including uh contracts and uh civil procedure and torts. What are torts? I'll tell you in like 3 Isn't months. a tort um, is a dessert, so, yeah. right? I
3: hope so. <laughs> uh
0: god, I wish um, It's like a no.
1: neck necklace store thing.
0: Yeah, no, I'm prepping for school, which means um you might have noticed my bookcase is very empty behind me. I just like threw up random, random single issues, so it's not completely empty right now because uh, everything's in a box next to me right now, or mini boxes, I suppose. Both of you yeah, are you know, moving it's, it's sometime
2: been, in the next like, fun. month, right?
3: Yes, it's uh, it's totally uh, not yeah, stressful in, like, at
0: all. No. <laughs> a, a week and a half.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't miss that either. <laughs> That's great. That's great. All right. Well, if you are joining us for the very first time, welcome. We actually do talk about more more fun things than torts and... Law Reform. Uh, We actually talk about Star Wars because we are a Star Wars comics podcast that broadcasts live right here on YouTube.com slash every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. If you can't join us live, that's okay. Our videos are available on this channel at all times whenever you want to watch them. So be sure to subscribe so you can know when they come out. We're also on all of your favorite podcasting platforms around the globe. So be sure to check us out. On one of those platfor- uh, platforms, along with the rest of the Uteni Podcast Network, I believe. My notes here say a dozen shows, but sometimes I feel like we're, we're, we're over that. Uh, there's a lot of shows in the Uteni Podcast Network. We do an amazing job of providing some great content. Uh, so we encourage you to check out the rest of the Uteni Podcast Network. We encourage you to go to disc- our Discord channel at utini.com slash Discord, with more than 1,000 members with dozens of channels to choose from. My goodness, we had some fun conversations this week, especially in the Rise of Storm, or the Rising Storm channel. Um, That got deep. And uh, for those of you that were there, it was a lot of fun. Um, For those of you that weren't there, you really need to jump in there and and join in that conversation because it's a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to say, uh, if you like what you see and you want to say thank you, head over to our Patreon, doc- our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast network of shows, as well as exclusive merch and community uh, activities. So, now, we actually have, uh, before we get into the weekly pull list, we actually have some news this week, um, some fun stuff. Um... Jacob, why don't you kick off the first part of the news there with a a new excerpt for uh, for an upcoming uh, an upcoming comic se- series?
0: Yeah, so uh, we have the Monster of Temple Peak uh, IDW mini series by Kevin Scott that's coming out this fall. Uh, it's going to feature a story uh, with Ty York. Uh Sort of not. He didn't. Say, he said it wasn't quite an origin story, but it will take place uh, before the Rising Storm. Uh, but just a little story about her, uh, and we got an excerpt of that today on over on StarWars.com, so you can go check that out. Um, All I know is uh, she fights a Gundark, so um, I guess, you know, maybe Anakin could have helped her out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited to read this. It's been, you know, it was announced quite a while ago uh, by now, uh, but it's going it to be cool to see uh, something a little different for uh, High
2: Republic Comics. And I'm excited to see IDW expanding their their uh, um high republic mm-hmm. influence there cuz the high republic adventures if you guys are sleeping on it you guys need to pick that up that is a that is a really really amazing book
3: yeah i like exactly. how the art style no. i mean from what we we've seen in this excerpt from monster of temple peak it looks like the art style is going to be a bit different than mm-hmm. high republic adventures and i'm i'm thrilled about that so it looks really really nice well.
1: mm-hmm. yeah exactly you know this is written by our part our, our the love of our show, Kevin Scott. And it's just a, almost so sad how little sleep he must be getting.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: A busy well, man. he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's been pretty busy, um, you know, destroying our dreams and, and hopes for all of our <laughs> favorite characters, uh, so far in the high Republic. So what else? Uh, our next news item, uh, Caleb, but why don't you go ahead oh. and, uh, tell us about, uh, the next piece of news. Uh, that's coming. That if you're on, if you ever go
1: to websites, right there, it's uh Forlom and Zaxus. That's uh, another uh, preview that was put out there. the uh, more of the War of the Bounty Hunters, as can kind of see the uh, the duo there seems to be, uh, you know, feuding against each other. Because if you read the comics, Boba Fett kind of wrecked him a little bit. You know, not maybe a bit of spoiler, but yes, Boba Fett likes to win his fights. So. You know some real exciting things going on there. Uh, just you know, as a, this one is written by the other friend of the show, Daniel Jose Older, and you know, didn't he do um, the short story and a certain point of view on them from yes. the uh, Empire mm-hmm. Strikes Back? So it's fun when a author gets to do the same character multiple different times. You know, so it's exciting. It this looks like it's going to be another big may not step in the um in the of Bounty Hunters, but is going to be another great issue and, here. And, and if you want to...
2: Dare I say highlight oh, of the Bounty Hunter comic? Was, was that arc that included Four Laman Zuckus? Probably, I yeah.
1: So. Yeah. I, I, yeah.
0: But yeah, no, if you want to hear more about uh, Daniel Jose Older and him writing that comic, Emma, Eric, and I actually talked with him about it in our interview, was it two or three weeks ago now? About three uh, weeks ago, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But that's not all. We still have more, more news. More
3: <laughs> news. My goodness. So uh, the higher Republic was at Comic-Con at home, um, and we got a new comic announced. It's called Eye of the Storm, which is a two-part miniseries from Charles Soule, and it's going to come out in January. Um, it's going to be two 30-page issues, uh, and uh, he, we have a quote here. It says, uh, He's absolutely terrifying. He's charming in a way. You'll meet him, and he'll talk to you, and you'll get... Uh, and you'll give a good time he'll give you a good time i think we typed that wrong that's okay Yeah, we'll i, I definitely
2: <laughs> typed that wrong <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's okay either way it sounds like it's going to be amazing and uh anything from charles soul is amazing marcian Rowe. he's a character that i know that everybody's been wanting more backstory on including myself so when i heard that we were going to get his origin story basically in in a short form comic like what an amazing way to tell that story, rather than sort of flashing back in books. You know, I, I like the I like the visual medium of it, um, and, and I know everybody else does too. Since uh, you know, hot Martian or whatever the hashtag is. <laughs>
1: Martian <laughs> hose. Yeah, Martian <laughs> hose. Yes, that's right. <laughs> exactly. No, it, it like I've only read the first book of the you know the live to Jedi and Martian had a really like Im- powering presence yeah and i love it when a series like like if you just want to read the novels like that's great so you don't have to like um you don't necessarily have to explore every character's backstory to the fullest extreme to uh, get a good story, but for those who want it, for his uh, fan girls out there, they can really dive into this and get uh, really uh, into him and the relationship. I had to look this up with uh, Asgar, Roe. Asgar that's Roe. such a great yeah. name, his father. So I'm excited. You know, it's um, it's a great time to be in, a, in Star Wars, especially in the expanded universe with that they have rolling out. So, no, the uh, the Martian Rogue We're not doing this
3: stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, gotta show well, up, Eric, we'll sometimes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's definitely right. if there's if there's one non Jedi character that I think everybody wants to wants to, to hear more of uh more about it's definitely Martian Rowe. So, definitely. All right, now we move on to our weekly pull list, and uh, we've got uh, a number of interesting our comics out this week, uh, and, and we do have one little quick announcement that we want to that we want to remind everybody about. So Jacob, uh, what do we have in store this week? Yeah, we have uh, you know just a reminder.
0: Uh, we have a great day, a great day for comic book fans coming up, uh, and that is Free Comic Book Day. Uh, free Comic Book Day is a, an annual tradition. Uh, if you if you're like a music fan, you might know Record Store Day. Uh, it, it's similar. It's just kind of driving people to get out to their local store uh, and support them. So a number of retailers or a number of publishers will put out free books. Sometimes they're previews. Sometimes they're actual like independent stories. Uh, and there are two Star Wars things you're going to want to look out for. Uh, one is this High Republic Adventures uh, single issue uh, with Ram Jamoram, uh Zine, and uh, uh, Lula. Forgot her name there for a second. Uh, and then also there is a uh, where, I don't know. If, oh, here it is: a uh, High Republic uh, Edge of Balance and Guardians of the Will preview uh so yeah it's been moved to august because of the pandemic Uh, so it'll be the 14th it's a saturday uh so yeah definitely try and check that out if you can you can look up uh, you can go to the website freecomicbookday.com and find a store uh, that participates near you just type in your zip code Uh, usually you know these books they are literally free Mm -hmm. there might be some limits on how many you can take uh i would highly encourage you if you're going to go in just buy something it doesn't have to you don't have to buy you know fifty dollars worth books just you know maybe go in the back issues find something that looks interesting to you pick it up
2: buy it and that way you're not just going there for the free stuff usually comic book stores will also run sales like i actually had this ad for my comic book store and and they're running all comics for 50% off that day as well as 25% off figures statues and graphic novels so oh, wow. that's that's something that i mean not it might not be something that big but most comic book stores will run some sort of special there as well so definitely encourage yeah. you guys to to safely visit uh, the you know your local comic book stores and make sure you support those uh, those small businesses. So we're doing we're attempting yeah, to do and, our uh, part. Right,
0: and a, another thing is sometimes you'll even see creators there. Yeah. Like I, uh, there's one time I was in college. I just went to a, uh, a a different comic book store than I normally went to, and there's like a uh, one of the free comic book issues that uh, year was a Street Fighter book, and the artist for the Street Fighter book was just at this random small town comic book store. Signing books. I'm like, well, you know, while I'm here, I might as well get it. It's still free, so yeah, yeah, check it out. Look, find your local store and uh, give them a little support. Uh, even if even if you're normally a, a digital person, this is a great way, a great time to get out to your local store. Um, but yeah, but with that, we can head into our, our weekly polls. So of course, number one off the bat, we have the Higher Republic number seven, Heart of the Year, chapter two, of Sith and Shadows. Written by Kevin Scott, uh, pencils by Georges Janty, uh, the cover by Phil Noto, inker is Carl Story, colorist Annalisa Leone, and letter, Ariana uh, Mayer. And I just, I also want to take a quick second to shout out uh, the coolest variant cover we've gotten so far, and that's the Keeve vi- <laughs> uh, Trinus action figure. They're taunting one. us.
3: <laughs> if only it was real.
2: If only we had real High uh, Republic yeah. toys.
0: If mm-hmm. only, uh, we, you know, take my money. Uh, so excited. But uh, another great issue for the High Republic here. Uh, then we also had Star Wars, number 15, War of the Bounty Hunters, Friends and Enemies, written by Charles Soule. Uh, pencils by Ramon Rosanas, covered by Carlo Pagolion. And uh, the colorist is Rochelle Rosenberg and letters from Clayton Cowles. Uh, and then lastly, we had Star Wars Adventures, number seven, Tales of Villainy. Uh, written by Sam Mags and Landry Q Walker, with pencils by Liana Congas and Nick Brokenshire. So all of the links except for Star Wars Adventures because I forgot to get the, that one are down in the description below. Uh, some great issues today. Um, High Republic number seven, fantastic. Star Wars fifteen, I think it was pretty good. It was a fun issue. I will, I, I, I want to give some advice if people are trying to like get the full story for War of the Bounty Hunters but also have a budget. I think this is a skippable one it really is very separate from the main story going on Mm -hmm. but it's still fun
3: yeah i mean there's some fun like little reveals in there um some fun callbacks to some high republic things if you know what i mean so Mm. yeah some really Mm -hmm. solid comics all around like i highly recommend reading the high republic number seven like asap there was some crazy stuff happening and you want to find out 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 for yourself for sure
2: yeah, for collectors out there, we yeah. do have a first appearance of a of, of some characters mm-hmm. in that book. Um, so definitely Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I'm I I was talking about this in Discord and Slack, but I did make the the decision to on a whim go to the Raleigh Comic Con tomorrow. Yes. You were oh, talking nice. about this. Yeah, the well, first off, John Jackson Miller's there and I can get uh, my old Republic omnibus sign. Oh there. sweet. you uh, your, your tone oh. also My tome, and I mean, I'll take a new Don (laughs) because when in Rome, uh, the artist, the guest artist, uh, George's Janti for this issue, which, like we said, has a uh, first appearance of a character that could be a big deal, is at this as well. So, I figured, you know, why not get him to sign this issue? So, oh, that's awesome. I'm excited. I also realized today that I bought three issues or three copies of this issue because I have these two, and I also got the Mike Mayhew variant. Yes, um,
2: so. whoops (laughs) oopsies (laughs) (laughs) it happens all right we're gonna all high republic yeah yeah always always there you can never have too much high republic so all right we're gonna move on to what we are loving this week and uh my art of the week here like i said last week i have started getting into the 2015 main main title run and I've moved on to trade paperback number two, and so this comes from issue number seven. We've all seen th- oh, we've yeah. all seen this before. It's our you know the the one, the only Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, the penciler and inker is Simone Bianchi, and and the colorist is Justin Ponzer. Um, it's just it's a, it's a, it's a great uh, you know page. It's it's a powerful page. It's a great story. I, I loved checking in with uh, a, a, and seeing this element of a story that we haven't really seen before. So, yeah, that's where uh, that's what I is my art of the week. Emma, what do you have for us this week?
3: Yeah. So, gee, Jacob, I wonder why are we sharing the screen together right now? That's so weird.
0: Yeah. So uh, you know, we, we all like to share our individual arts of the week. Uh, but Emma sent me a DM yesterday with hers. And it just so happened to be the one that I had also selected for this week. So I figured, well, at first I was like, don't worry about it. I'll find another one. And I messaged Emma later today being like, look, I'm feeling really lazy. I'm doing a lot of like work putting together this show. Let's just do it together. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. And I mean, f- so, first of all, what are yeah. the chances of this happening? Out of the hundreds of issues, hundreds of Star Wars things that we could possibly pick from, and we well, pick the exact same page from the exact same issue. the
0: exact same thing. And the crazy thing is, is this is like, I've been like pre-selecting mine for a while. And this was the last one, but I actually, I, I just checked, uh, th- I, s- I picked this like over two weeks ago. No way. <laughs> so really? He's,
2: or wait. So he's totally pulling rank on yeah. you
3: right now. Okay. So th- this is <laughs> actually, crazy. Wait, no, like, sorry. and by the way, behind the scenes here, we don't talk about like what no. our arts of the week are going to be. So this was like a hundred percent random. Not even a joke yep. though it's extremely funny and quite random but I mean honestly like of course we picked this as our art of the week it's amazing it's, a great, it's, it's a great so one. cool yeah. with like these uh I think these were like monuments to some old uh mon calamari like oh my god it's like it's ghostly mm-hmm. and creepy it's so cool
1: Yeah I actually was read that issue like earlier this week myself so What if you picked it
3: too that would have been crazy <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thankfully, I had picked out my again. ones like a few weeks in advance, like Jacob does. So maybe in two weeks <laughs> I'll pick this one again. Yeah,
0: but so this was from uh, Rise of uh, the Journey to Rise of Skywalker Allegiance issue number two with art by Luke Ross, uh, who is you know the War of the Bounty Hunters artist right now, and uh, colors by uh, Lee Lowridge. So uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I think it was was it? I forget. Is this Ray or is this Leia? In it's Leia, Leia yeah. giving okay.
1: returning the uh, the. Uh, Spirit, the not the body, because he couldn't find it. Of animal yeah, Akbar, Akbar, yeah. So
0: great, yeah. So beautiful, yeah. I'm, I, I as as funny as it is, I, I, yeah. I think it's hilarious that we both came to this amazing
1: panel. So absolutely. All right, Caleb, what do you have
2: for us this week?
1: Uh, let me get that pulled up here. I say like I'm doing actually anything. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yes. Um, uh, continuing on from last. Weeks, uh, the, the big, this one comes from the '77 Star Wars. This was from issue number 22 by uh, Carmine Infantino and Bob Weichek. the artwork there. And, like, I, this is just kind of like an exemplary of what the 77 issue was really good at this whole run. You can see Han Solo fighting essentially in a gladiatorial combat in zero G. So, if you ever pet Red Ender's game or saw the movie, you get that like zero gravity sort of action sort of thing. And for being a space opera, like space sort of thing, gravity, you know, weightlessness, nothing ever that like that ever comes into play with the uh star wars universe so it's fun to see these like classic sci-fi tropes and if you can see deep in the background there's a uh, chewbacca bear also fighting away as it's uh winner take all only one man left standing so great little like action set piece for han solo with his silvery buckler and his you know tiny little blaster pistol great great uh part here so if you have any inkling for the seventy-seven series? Read through to at least Wes in box. the chat. Great Wes in fun. the chat
2: says, "Holy crap, that's Han Solo! Such a strong jaw."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, like I mentioned it last time, Han Solo is like super confident and like really good at his job in this thing. Like he's like Han Solo is not a not a bumbling buffoon as he has I mean, often made it's no uh, dark empire later <laughs> i will say that
3: i mean come on like uh, if there's no. anything that we can say about the older comics in the 70s and 80s is that you had to be buff so
1: <laughs> absolutely you know the he-man prototype so yeah that was my Art of the week from the 77 uh looks like we got a community uh we, submission, we right? do this and we is, have, hist- we, we uh, have ha-
2: history in the making here
1: it's a hat trick. It's uh, three in a row from the same person, Mr. Moonflyer. Uh, thanks you again for our, your uh, submission over our Discord page. Uh, this one comes from Afra, issue number 33, art by uh, Wilton Santos, and uh, colors by Chris O'Holloran. Uh, oh, uh, this is just a really interesting sort of thing. I think this is setting up like the Jedi sniper rifle, right? Yeah, it's, the, it's from Unspeakable Rebel super weapon. That's the one, yeah. So essentially... it. Now, when I was reading, is it, like, is that the same one from uh, Dark Lord of the Sith? Like that same weapon there? Uh, you know? No, Dark Lord of the Sith, which is like a, a, it was just like a lightsaber rifle.
0: This is like a old, this is like a galactic like long distance lightsaber rifle
1: that I think. Exact. I want to say like fires lightsabers or something weird like that. It's, it's. I think something like that. Like it burns out lightsabers like immediately from it, and that was that. that Uh, As he, uh, as Moonflyer pointed out, there's a really fun dynamic of like the past, you know, of showing what the weapon was like, Afra and the the current date, and then flashing back to Afra's youth talking to her mother. So there's like a lot going on in this uh, panel, some really great space shots, kind of sepia tone past, really good uh, pick here. So that's why you're going to do it, and let's see if we can keep this chain up. Or better yet, let's see if we can get someone else in the community to submit your artwork via our Twitter, via our uh, Discord page. Reach out to us. We want to submit and list your artwork.
2: Yeah, three three weeks in a row is, is pretty impressive. And, and hopefully we've got to have uh, somebody challenge him next week. So, all right. This is the part of the show where we normally talk about what we're reading and, and I know that we've got the Rising Storm that people are finishing, we've got Out of the Shadows that people are getting into, we've got all the new comics that are, that are going to, that, that are out. Um, so rather than have all of us say that three or four times over, I think we all can, can all pretty much uh, agree that that's what we're all reading, but is, is there anybody that's reading a little, something a little bit different than that uh, now or is we pretty much all, all reading reading the same thing?
1: Yeah, um, I've picked up from a certain point of view the uh, episode four, essentially the uh, compilation of all the short stories, and that's a really fun read. Like, you have to almost, like, if you don't know what it is, essentially the contracted out like 20 30 different authors to each write little you know short stories about characters who kind of appear in the fringe of episode four and you get a you get some really fun like dynamics there uh and you know i just finished the uh, daniel Jose older one which was a hilarious romp about the poor uh stormtroopers who got mind controlled um there's a really good one by uh i forgot the name but essentially the Speaking of Imperial incompetence, the poor guy who decided not to blow up the uh, yes the escape pod as he was escaping mm-hmm. is, like, you know, trying to find whatever archaic, like, paperwork he can grab to save his uh, sorry skin. That was one of my favorites. You know, there's a, yeah, that was, like, the Dark Sith of paperwork. That was a really good one. So, like, if you want to see a lot of different people's voices and ways of talking about Star Wars, that's a great one there. So... Uh, go pick it up, read through a couple stories, don't try to binge it through but you know I, after I read this I want to watch episode 4 again to see all like the little side characters Yeah and there.
3: I mean honestly the one from Empire Strikes Back was like even better I didn't think it could get mm-hmm. any better than the first one it was so good and like speaking of incompetent Imperials like there was a story uh, about like the Imperial officer that saw something on the probe droid from Hoth but like didn't yes. do anything about it mm-hmm. I love those stories right. because they make me feel so nervous inside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that that wasn't that one. The one that where she, like she maliciously like deletes yeah, it. Yeah,
3: I think so. Like, yeah. I, uh,
2: she, yeah, she got so like proud. Starting to yeah, rebel. Yeah, she was a so bit, proud yeah. of what she was able to find, and then she realizes what was happening, and then she ended up deleting it. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was a great story. So,
1: if you like short stories, which you obviously do because you're here for comics, <laughs> give that a try.
2: <laughs> all right we are back and like i said at the top of the show this week's episode is sort of an artist spotlight you know the authors and and the, and the writers of, of the star wars the expanded universe they, they get a lot of attention and and we as a comic show comics are an art you know visual medium and we want to take take some time every once in a while to kind of kind of give the artists their their, their moment in the in, in the sun and we've done that before with chris uh with phil noto and, and this week it is will Sliney. Um, He has done quite a bit uh, of work, both in Star Wars and outside of Star Wars. Um, He's actually born in Cork County, Ireland, and got his start doing art for the Clone Wars comic uh, UK magazine and with Marvel's Spider-Man 2099 uh, uh, comic book. Um, He actually also has uh, his own YouTube channel. He hasn't actually posted on it in, in, in a little bit, but... His YouTube channel uh, has how to draw videos in which he will sit there. It used to be on, I believe, on his Twitch, um, but he would sit there and he'll actually show you how he draws some of his most memorable characters. He's got Spider Man in there for for us Star Wars fans. He's got Mando and Grogu and Kylo Ren, um, and even all time uh, favorite characters like Mario. So, I if you are a, a an aspiring artist or you would just kind of want to see. You know how the uh, the sausage is made. I, I really encourage you to uh, to to watch some of his videos. I had some of his videos up yesterday and earlier this week while I was doing some research on him, and, and and they were entertaining because he talks about his 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 process and and his history. So it's a really really fun time. Um, he also streams his drawings on Twitch. Uh, there's a note on here that uh, yeah. held to pay with Charles Soule. I guess is he doing this with Charles Soule? Yeah, so
0: I I've seen stream I think once or twice. There was one time he was like on with uh, Charles doing like some higher drawings. Oh, I remember, drawings. That. That was I remember one. he like drew, load I think Loden and yeah. Bell and maybe one or two other characters. But then he also him and Charles soul are doing a creator owned comic, so it's like not a big published one, uh, called Hell to Pay, and I haven't followed it since then. But the at least the idea was that they were going to like create it live. So like, oh nice! Uh, I think the scripts were mostly you know kind of done uh, off stream, but like Will would be like drawing panels and talking to people live for like the actual comic. That's a hmm. really neat so idea. That's kind of yeah, it is like something something new, something different. So I I thought it was pretty interesting. I, I definitely would like to check that out when it's. I don't know. It's somewhat closer to being done. Uh, I, it's like there's a few comics like that, like Saga, where it's like I know I right. need to read this, but
2: I I kind of want to wait for it to be kind of complete. I I find it really amazing how effortless, you know, he, not not just him, just in general. When I've watched comic book artists draw, they, like there's it, it comes so easy to them, and, and and I can't draw a stick figure. So so to to have them True. just be able to have a conversation Mm. with us as the audience is as they're drawing i it's just it's it's i'm in awe of 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 their uh their talent um and and will has definitely graced our universe uh with quite a bit of work uh caleb you've got kind of a a rundown here of of some of his his yeah
1: yeah kind of a, a delusion of once he stepped on the scene he was it for a while like he did the uh Dr. Aphra annual number one. Uh, then he kind of moved on to the Beckett one-shot, the uh, prelude to Han Solo. And then he did the Han Solo, like, Star Wars comic adaptation. So he, like, did Beckett, and immediately the next month, the Solo adaptation came out. Um, if you've ever been to the theme park, he did the Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge uh, artwork for that one. So that's a lot of fun there. If you, even if you don't go to Disneyland, it's still have of a kind a hodgepodge lots of little stories going off which you know i think they actually recently brought back some of those characters in like uh i think a recent star wars annual um and then no 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 it's the uh resistance the the resistance one that your artwork came from oh oh the um, not, 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 not uh
3: allegiance
1: oh. yeah allegiance yeah they showed like hit the characters from uh galaxy edge showed up in star wars allegiance
3: oh yeah that sounds familiar right now kind of, yeah i know what you're talking about.
1: Exactly. See, it's all one universe, kids. Uh, and then he also did Age of Rebellion, Princess Leia, and most importantly of all, kind of like the yes. crown jewel of his collection, The Rise of Kylo Ren. That's Almost probably like honor like like foundational Fire or something. <laughs> exactly. That like if in like not to like you know curse or anything, he'll have to try very hard to do something to surpass what was done with The Rise of Kylo Ren.
3: Yeah, I mean the art in that one There's was a just lot like, really good. In there. it was it made the writing even better it made the story even better because i mean some artists just have like a way of assisting the telling of the story with their art and he certainly has that ability
2: yeah that actually is 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 an amazing segue into some of his art styles you know one of the he doesn't have a a definitive art style the way that you know phil noto does but I don't I, I don't say that in a negative way. I you know, his his art is is very it's not exaggerated, it's not cartoonish. It looks like a comic, but it doesn't look, you know, overly kiddy or overly, you know, out of this world. It's just it's a very realistic mm-hmm. look. Um uh, and, and and the colors that he uses are all are, are always, you know, from, from from my untrained eye, um, they're always, you know, well, brightly lit and 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 the, the mood is right but it's just it's it's a very good but not overbearing sort of way that he he kind of uses his art
3: yeah i mean i think sometimes artists can uh, sort of make things look too realistic sometimes if that makes sense like almost almost photorealistic mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. i don't need something to be photorealistic like in my comics Leroka. and i think will slaney kind of he strikes a good balance between it being uh, looking like exactly like art and looking exactly like what you would see in a movie or a photo. Um, And so I I appreciate that style because I can certainly think of like a couple artists that um, do things a little bit too realistically um, for my taste.
1: Exactly. Like his faces have a lot of emotion Mm. behind them, but are not, Exaggerate to an extreme like like uh, manga panels like things like that nor are they you know is he taking and, and scanning in like you know photographs from magazines there's a lot of like uh depth that's in there and he does a really good job of uh expanding on that so he also has good like action scenes and splash scenes like it's you know again it's not like he's um he's you know he's not out there uh doing like something that you would say aha mm-hmm. this is going to be you know you know out of the wild or something crazy but he does a really solid job all the way through all of his things you know we just had like a good one from kira and here he is with a lando kind of splash page and just like that shot of lando walking down the millennium falcon that's a great page like you know he can consistently put that out every single issue and that's what makes him a great artist yeah
3: and I honestly like- looking at these last two panels I've shown up on this on the slideshow here he uses like backlighting very well like here is sort of framed mm-hmm. in the blue and yeah. Kira with the gold like I, I like how it makes the the character or whatever the focus of the panel is it makes it like it makes it really pop and you know I, I think that's yeah. important especially if a page is like kind of busy or whatever and um, I always appreciate when artists can sort of help move our eye towards where they want it to.
0: Yeah, here's here's another great one I think with the the lighting, just the campfire right. scene. Absolutely, that was mm. that right before the heist on? Uh, yes. Uh, jeez. Oh, Vandor the V. Uh, Vandor, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So I yeah, it's another great great image. We uh, something we talked about with Phil Noto, where he had a few panels that really utilized light and color very well. And I think this is one that stuck out pretty
2: pretty. Yeah, well. you go from the top of that page uh, where where all you see is is the fire and then you flip right. the script and you and that and the way that that fire lights up all of the characters is really really, you know, amazing contrast right there. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, he he's done some great work. I think yeah, his character his his, his characters are very strong because it has, I I it's honestly probably the hardest I I'm not an artist. I would say it's probably the hardest thing to get right. Um and I think he does a great job with that i think his art like you guys were saying it's not like nothing crazy nothing over the top i think it just works it it, it blends well it assists with the script and doesn't get in the way mm-hmm. that's not to say it's not good it's technically of course very strong otherwise he wouldn't be doing stuff for star wars all the time but exactly. I th- it
2: just it's i don't, I don't understated maybe at times there are books where the the story takes precedence there are books where the art takes precedence I think every time that I've seen a Will Sliney book it's a very good marriage between the two and 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 it's a very Mm -hmm. great way to blend a great story and use the the art his artwork to help tell that story without it overpowering the words that, that that are written
3: yeah for sure and I mean you know With Star Wars as well, I mean, you're drawing some of the most classic characters in cinema at times, you know, he's drawing Darth Maul, Lando Calrissian, Han Solo, you know, these are different versions of the characters, but still, um, and Star Wars fans are very picky, uh, you know, with how (laughs) their their favorite characters are depicted. And I, I think he does a great job at sort of throwing his own spin on a character that we know and love, but at the same time, we know who it is, and we know uh, we know that he's done right um, from from Will.
0: Yeah, yeah. Going back to something Tyler just said was about how it really aids the story. I think yeah. This next one right here, I thought this was really beautiful, partially because there's no text bubble, so it makes my life easier. <laughs> uh, but but beyond that, I mean, I think just this scene with uh, with Han. And with Enfy's Nest, is so well put. And like, you, you instantly understand everything that's going on here, even though no words are spoken. And I think that's something pretty difficult. Obviously, you have it's a little easier when you have the movie to reference. Like, you're not making this up on your own. But I, I think it you understand everything that's happening between these characters uh, without the need for words. And I think that's, you know, pretty amazing.
1: Exactly. Plus, like that he makes that blue to sky and the uh, ocean really pop like the movie it, that those scenes look good but i don't know something about this you know panel here really makes it a lot more like attractive it's just something I mean, really it, all strong it has a
0: watercolor mm-hmm. look to it
1: exactly especially like the softness of the clouds and you know you can see with the interest nest and in solo just like can kind of different colorizations behind them you know just kind of subtle yet very solid things
2: yeah, and and, yeah. and and you know, here we are with uh, Jabba and Greedo. I, I mean, it's just it's this is it's yeah. just it's a really amazing way to, uh, as Emma put it, you know, you've got Jabba kind of sitting there. Uh, he's center of the page, but it's it's that it's the the yellow on his belly that kind of pops out first, and it draws your eye to the center of the screen, and it kind of tells you know the the story around that that image, and and so it's just it's it it takes. A, a, a unique talent to be able to do that while still keeping it honest to a universe that is well uh traveled, well described well drawn and uh, with a with a a fandom that you know has every once in a while voices a very tiny displeasure when when things aren't what they normally like to see so uh yeah. And one of the
0: reasons, so this is from Galaxy's Edge, which Caleb touched on a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest, it's a very bizarre comic book. <laughs> uh, it's a five-issue miniseries that uh, kind of kind of takes place on Batu, because it's basically like three different timelines kind of interweaving with like, it's like all around Doc Ondor and like missions and like adventures he's gone on. And also people that have been around him that have done things, and then also the first order, and then also some <laughs> other like bounty hunters or are trying to steal stum- stuff from his shop. It's very strange, but ca- but I would say, um, <sighs> inconsistently pretty cool. Uh, I'll, I'll put it at that. It, like it, ha- it has its moments, but like there are other times where I was like, I'm having a very hard tough, tough time following this. What? I probably need to just like reread it in one go. Yeah, is, like the, yeah.
1: the the plotting was the, definitely not the the highlight of that. But the art's great, though. It, it's it, great, and it, you also get to see a lot of like characters that you wouldn't normally like. Like one artist wouldn't really be able to get to about years and years of service. Like I said, uh, in this one serious line, he got not only a uh, Greedo here, but he also got the Afra. draw Doctor Afra. He got to draw draw uh, Hondo, mm. Captain yep. Hondo, which isn't even a comic character really, but. Like, this is a tirade, but on the little side, we need Hondo in (laughs) comics more. We do. We just need more Hondo everywhere. Yeah.
3: Yeah, give me more Hondo
0: everywhere. (laughs) Right. Yeah, the reason I picked this panel is I thought it was so cool with, like, you know, we've seen Java's throne room, palace, whatever, several times, but seeing this image of Greedo, I I don't think I've ever seen the camera pointed up from the Rancor pit. I thought that was mm. such a
1: cool perspective exactly and j- after you just read through like the middle part of uh from a certain point of view man Greedo is just such a whipping boy <laughs> it's so sad yeah like uh, like last uh, year i think it is i made a i made a mistake i said that uh valance was the first time we saw a bounty hunter technically that would have was Greedo. Greedo was the first bounty mm, hunter we true. saw in canon it's just we all forgot about him
0: Poor Greedo. Here, here's yeah. here's so, hondo
1: I obviously have yes. Future Hondo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I love the
3: lighting in this one too. It like it kind of orangey type of lighting. It feels very like Mos Eisley Cantina to me.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. It definitely I was definitely fe- saying thinking that myself as there's definitely some Han uh Cantina scene vibes going on in that in in that that shot with Han- with with Hondo. Right. Oh, absolutely! It, it's
0: interesting. It's it's a it's a slightly wizened Hondo. He's much older than we we're used, you know. It's closer to the Rebels Hondo, who's a little bit older there. So it's kind of cool to see you know, a
2: slightly different take on the character from an art art perspective. So in, you know, obviously we 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 see these panels and, and we comment on on the panels, but we can't talk about art if we don't talk about covers and and. He has, uh Will has done a, a a a number of them to say the least. Um Jacob's thrown up a couple of of titles here, so uh, I'm going to let you take this and kind of explain which titles you you which covers you've got selected here.
0: Yeah, so we got a Mace Windu from the Mace Windu mini series. Uh, he was, I think, it was part of like the 40th anniversary of New Hope like cover collection. So absolutely totally unrelated. Uh, you got Han Solo and Chewbacca, Obviously, no Mace Windu. Uh, but then we have um, the High Republic number three with Mark and Rowe, which I have that cover. High Republic number two with Lorna D, uh, who you know a little bit more important now that she has her own audio drama coming out pretty soon. Uh, he did a co- he did one of the covers for Galaxy's Edge. I believe this is issue number two, in, in addition, of course, to doing all the interior art. Uh, the War of the Bounty Hunters Alpha, which surprise became a connecting cover with the rest of the War of the Bounty Hunters series. So I have the Alpha. I, I chose to not get the main series, and then he did a few of the uh variant covers for uh, Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple, which was a yeah. um, a seer story uh, with her master. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I like. I, I love the 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 Zepho planet level. <laughs> you know very annoying flashbacks are occurring <laughs> time, right now a, a time a time suck
2: uh, oh, what are you talking about that was a no great level. no fast
0: travel good lord um but the design the aesthetic design of zepho and the temples and all that that's pretty sweet and it's cool to see that get featured here you know in a, in a big way on that cover so west kind of liked it i don't west you're crazy I also can't say much though because I I did 100 percent the game which meant I spent a lot of time on Zepho getting every like secret so, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta 100 percent that you know get all the get all uh, the ponchos.
1: Did, how, how, how many times did Ongobongo uh, <laughs> kill you? Uh, like, uh, too, many. Uh, oh, oh, Ongo too many. many. Uh, way too many. Ogdo Like See when what? I was playing it, I like I knew the memes. I knew like the story getting to. I'm like, but I'm gonna do this. See, the thing is 45 minutes later, maybe next time. I'll get it next time.
0: The problem is, okay, first off, the, the it was the pink poncho, which, you know, not my favorite. Uh, So really, I don't think it was even worth the fight. But the problem is he was on the first level. Yes. So people were like, oh, I'm going to take him out. You just come back. You come back and you just wreck that dude once you have like a decent health bar. It's not the heart of a fight. It's just the problem is everyone fights him at the beginning and you know gets wrecked, and then that's the meme because everyone. Yeah, and also,
3: it. did you know you that know. you can pull out Ogdo Bogdo's tongue? Yes, with the force. Yes, yes. Yep. there is. It a took me forever fight. to figure out.
1: Yes. <laughs> I I just did a thing where you, if you could jump above him, you can like get a a single like attack on him that takes out half his health in one move. So mm-hmm. if you get a uh, drop on him, literally. Oh, kale cheese in
0: it. Okay, I see it's, uh, it's yeah, not it's like, <laughs> cheesing
1: it's creative use of in-game <laughs> cool. assets
0: does anyone so does anyone have a favorite cover
2: out of this bunch I'm kind of grabbing it randomly but i Honestly, really yeah. like the the war of the bounty hunter um just because it's just it the colors work uh, you know it, it, boba fett is is bright but not too bright and and i just but at the same time the background is 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 muted so so you've got uh boba fett like and center i i personally like like, like that cover of my it uh, as my favorite emma what which, which one were you gonna choose
3: yeah i was gonna pick the uh the galaxy's edge one i just there's something about the arrangement of the characters there that's really pleasing to the eye i think and the sort of the white lighting coming up from the bottom um even though that definitely isn't like my favorite of his work i would have to say um the cover is very very gorgeous
1: Mm-hmm. I if I would have to pick the uh the one the uh, High Republic venture the one with Martian Rowe there mm-hmm. just because it's like such a power pose and it's not a character that we have a lot of you know art of so seeing him there you know with his like a uh, different look at his mask and his weaponry and like his whole getup I'm always a fan of that one plus there's some really fun background details and all like that you know it's a great piece of art there.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be lame and also say the Marquee and Row cover, uh, partially because I bought it, <laughs> uh, but I bought it for a reason. I think it looks sweet. Uh, so yeah, I think that's that's probably my favorite out of the bunch.
2: Yeah, all of these are great. All of these have their own unique uh, look, look and feel to them. Um, so that's that's you know those are some of his covers and. You know, as as much as he as as Sliny has been around the, the the Star Wars universe, he's actually gotten to draw and be a part of uh, some some real notable events. Um, and yes, uh, I'm talking about the rise of Kylo Ren. Just that entire book. Uh, you know, it's the origin of of, of Kylo, and, and actually um, the first mention of the High Republic. You know that is. Mm-hmm. Had we known then, you know how much we would love, love, love it now. You know, I, I, I think we were all excited about it, but I don't think we could have really, at the time that this that this comic was released, known how successful and how you know much we're we're, we're dying to have more uh, more High Republic.
0: I'm 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 gonna well actually you here real quick. Uh, so okay, first first of all, the origin of Kylo. Well, okay, the origin of Kylo is this comic. The origin of Ben Solo is Poe Dameron Annual number two, I think, where you see uh, him get born in a flashback. <laughs> uh, and then also, That's so this right, is yep. the first. This is this is the first mention of the High Republic in the comics. But the first mention of the High Republic ever uh, was Dooku Jedi Lost, which came out like in April. And this came out in uh, December or January. I think January, I think it was issue two was the first mention. Which well, was I, ha- I have another
3: yeah. one, though. Wasn't this the first appearance of the planet Alfrona from Light of the Jedi? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So there's a there's a temple it, it, there,
1: right? It, uh, there yeah, it there it is. Yep. Yep. Which yeah,
3: is, so you know, cool. the
0: temple in Light of the Jedi. Yeah.
3: He draws young Ben Solo really well. Oh, and by the way, it's the first appearance of Snowcat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. Mm. Uh, I had to get this.
3: It's in the here. most important yeah, thing Snowcat. he's done in his career.
2: Yes, you know? there has <laughs> been nothing else that, that, that he has done that is more memorable than no, Nothing
0: else even on this page. Yeah, I mean, the, the location not no, notable at all. Just Exactly. Hat. <laughs> yes. Shame that they never reused this location. Yes. Yeah, I don't
3: know.
0: Rita, Into the Dark, uh, whatever. Yeah. No, I don't Funny know what how maybe. there's
3: plants there. I don't know what those could be.
0: Yeah.
1: He, <laughs> looks like a, he looks like a druid in World of Warcraft in this scene, you know?
3: Man, I remember when uh, when this comic first came out. The Living Force had a field day with yes. this panel. It was so funny.
2: <laughs> it's it's I would say the number two most talked about uh, moment in 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 all of Star Wars uh, comic lore, right behind naked palps. Uh, I mean, yeah. nothing. You're, is, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, nothing is gonna dethrone naked palps. But this, but Snoke does a hell of a time trying to dethrone him. We
1: cannot. We can only pray in our <laughs> lifetime till nothing will ever top that.
2: So also um, uh something that we haven't haven't mentioned yet, I mean and it's not nearly as important as, as Snow Cat. Um this this title actually had the, also had the first appearance of Avar Chris in, 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 in a comic book. hmm I believe yeah, she's in the Holocron. Yes, there she is right there. Yep.
3: Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. So when I first saw the cover for light of the Jedi*. i was like oh why does that woman look familiar and then it was like slow realization and then somebody said oh it's it's the lady from the holocron i was like what this is nuts so cool i love how it's just they were planting seeds for for so long and we didn't even know and you know it must have been hard for for will slaney to sort of Draw avar you know he'd probably been working starting to work on it or seeing some concepts but at the same time you know that's kind of a lot of pressure to have one of the main characters in a project that you've not even announced yet and have to throw her in secretly so it's very cool
1: yeah set the entire tone for one of these like flagship characters Mm -hmm. here yeah
0: the hero of hetzal put some respect on her name (laughs) uh but so something this is not directly related to the high republic but I gotta say, uh the rise of Kylo Ren also on the same train of handsome yeah. villains. Yeah. yeah, as you were flipping we got through them, though,
2: definitely we thought we got that too.
0: Ren. Not Ren, to, not to be confused with Kylo Ren or the Knights of or Ren. Or Kaibo Ren from Ren. the Droids cartoon. Or Kaibo Ren. Yeah, how could I forget? How could I forget?
2: <laughs> and that helmet that, that 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 could very easily pass as a a, a Marky on Row uh mm-hmm. helmet there as well.
0: If if it was just a storm on the front instead of whatever that weird scribbly like glyph is, yeah, I could see. Yeah, I mean, Will Sliney he does Mm -hmm. a he
3: does a good job drawing those handsome villains.
2: (laughs) Strong, (laughs) another strong jaw there, just like Han Solo from strong jaws. Exactly from seventy seven. Maybe they're related. So the other, so his other. Main piece of work, Galaxy's Edge, really gave him. We kind of touched on this uh, a, a bit before, but it really allowed him to draw some some more varied Star Wars characters. You've got Hondo, you've got Doctor Afra, you've got Greedo. You just you you got to see some characters uh, that, especially in Hondo and 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 Greedo, that just didn't get to to we didn't really get to see. And even this this interpretation of of Afra is a very it's something that is ex- that is different uh than the what she's normally depicted as in in her own books
3: yeah for sure um she definitely has her own style um in each of the series like in the current 2020 series right now she definitely has a more distinct style i don't even know how i would describe Mm -hmm. it kind of
0: it's i don't I mean, her. So uh, the biggest thing for me that I noticed with, especially with the transition from the, her twenty sixteen series to her twenty twenty series, is her eyes are much more like defined as being hooded. Yeah. Uh, which you know, obviously she's like Southeast Asian more or less in, in Star mm-hmm. Wars. So, uh, but yeah, I it's it's just a slightly different interpretation. Yeah, I mean,
3: you can definitely tell when different artists are drawing her, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think uh, Will Sliney is sort of interpretation over here is certainly one of the more realistic ones in terms of like being photo real or you know right. obviously you've never seen mm-hmm. her like on screen fingers crossed we do someday but this is definitely what I imagine her to sort of look more like just because of his sort of uh, more realistic style absolutely
1: and that's one of the strengths mm-hmm. of Doctor Afrika at the moment is that every artist can kind of differently interpret how her face looks, mm-hmm. what she's you know, kind of the details of her clothing, you know, and they can kind of bring a lot of their own style to it. Meanwhile, with characters like Luke and Han, it's a lot harder to you know, you know, stylize them right. without you sir. Sure.
3: Yeah, we all know what Harrison Ford exactly. looks like. You like, can't, you can't really mess like with that. Terry Fisher
1: has a lot of <laughs> photographs out there. You can't. There's no excuse to mess that up.
2: But, well, and I think it goes even right. farther that the 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 greater fandom won't allow for Han Solo to not look like Han, like so, like some mm-hmm. interpretation of Harrison Ford anymore. Whereas with Afra, you know, until we get that live action, we can kind of there's a little bit more give of okay, she looks a little bit different in 2016 compared to 2020, or she looks a little bit different in 2020 than she does in 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 Slimey's art here. But that's okay because we don't have a live action official look to her yet. So the the, the fandom greater fandom, not the UTNY fandom, because the teeny fandom is amazing, uh doesn't doesn't get to complain. Exactly. Know,
0: well that's was, that was something that's pretty complicated with um mm-hmm. Saw Guerrera, mm-hmm. who is a character who is originally animated in the Clone Wars and has had so many different interpretations right. of that character. Because, but then you had the live action Forest Whitaker version, which kind of should set it in stone. But then Rebels looks like Forest Whitaker, and then Bad Batch looks like the Clone Wars, which does not look like right. Forest Whitaker. And then there's the Jedi Fallen Order version of him, so it's kind of been a, a little inconsistent and can be problem, uh, be a bit of a problem. So uh, yeah, it's it, for, at least for now we got a little freedom, but it'll be interesting if we ever see Afra in, in live action how will how they'll handle that.
3: Yeah, for sure. And another character, I mean, we've got Hondo pulled up on the screen right now. Like, like you guys have said, I'm not an artist. I don't think, you know, none of us could possibly draw anything like this. But I imagine that drawing an alien like Hondo must be really tough. I mean, he, he does have that like human sort of body shape, but his face, I mean, like he's got those like horn things coming out of his chin. I just I imagine that that's pretty hard to do and he did it so well like i don't even need to see any words or any sort of description <laughs> of what this is from i know that's hondo and uh that's pretty impressive
0: we we know he's swindling yes. someone yeah. like yes now. he <laughs> has the best
1: play
2: ever yes that was terrible hondo that's terrible. <laughs> not, was, <laughs> moving right on all right moving on <laughs> well before before we wrap up uh, i want to go around the room and see if we have any um if, if any, what what your favorite piece of uh, of Will Slaney art is? It can be a book, it can be a panel. Uh, I'm gonna remove. I'm gonna gonna remove uh, Snowcat mm. from from the options here because <laughs> we, we we can't just de- de- default right, to right. that. Um, but yeah, other than other than Snowcat, which we all uh, uh, understand is 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 a true piece of art and and, and a historic <laughs> you know piece of Star Wars literature. Uh, let's go around. And let's let's see if, if any what everybody is their favorite piece of work from Will Sliney. And I'm going to start with Jacob. Uh, what do you what, what's your favorite? Yeah, cool. I mean, so
0: obviously, I think just like the, the rise of Kylo Ren as a whole, yeah, fantastic, and probably the best thing he's done. I I, I wanted to pull up this picture just because if we got any Raylo fans out here. You're welcome. <laughs> we you I like I know how much of a, a, a splash this made on Twitter when this panel came out with like. Kylo or Ben Solo when he first goes like with his all black outfit and um, I mean if I ever had long hair again like this would be like a like a a grade A cosplay Uh, something I would love to do because it's well it's not easy cosplay is hard and uh, I cannot do it but this is like attain. This seems attainable. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll put it there. Yeah,
3: I mean the, the way he does Ben Solo's face is like it's just so it's so good. Like that's how I imagine a, a teenage ish Adam Driver for sure.
1: Yes, good old emo Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, if mine's <laughs> would probably also be from uh, Kylo Ren. I don't know if you have it pulled up, but it's the lightsaber fight and kind of the big duel at the end of issue four. There's some like really oh, fun dynamic action there. Um, uh, you yo. yo uh, kind of a subtle thing into one. a Jedi's lightsaber has a really weird, like, ge- geographical, like, triangle pattern. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's like, it has like... like yeah, it's like a dodecahedron, like dodecahedron sort of, Hedron, like, not do- uh, style. And, like, lightsaber design is such a cool, like, little niche sort of thing that, you mm-hmm. know, him being, like, that, him coming up with that design and being a kind of a, important thing throughout that series, like, the action the falling falling action of that whole uh, last bit there, really great. You know, some really dynamic parts there.
2: Emma, what do you, yeah, what, what so,
1: about you?
3: So I think, um, you know, I want to say Rise of Kylo Ren too, but. <laughs> We're all just going to say it. <laughs> it. It's easy to admit that is some of his best work. However, um, Caleb, I mean, Jacob, sorry, I, I believe you do have this uh, in the slideshow from uh, the uh, Age of Rebellion, Princess Leia, um,
0: uh this yes i i pulled this up because it was one of your art yes. of the week so i'm like oh, i'm gonna drop that one in there it's
3: um leia uh, uh oh yeah it, yeah bosk and uh and bausch and uh and lando here i don't know the angle of this is just so amazing you can really i feel like bosk is about to like drop down he's, on me and it's he's terrifying mario
1: you, stomp you
3: yeah for sure and like i don't know The way that he drew Lando's face, like, he does a very good Lando. He did a great young Lando in the Solo series. Uh, He does a great uh, Return of the Jedi era Lando here. And, um, yeah, I I love these few pages that he drew, uh, even though he didn't do the the whole issue. Um, I believe he did, like, six pages. Um, Really solid stuff. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, this is my art of the week one week back for for a solid Mm -hmm. reason. (laughs)
2: Very solid pick. And I appreciate the fact that you you went differently. Um, because I wasn't gonna go differently. I was also <laughs> gonna say uh the rise of Kylo Ren. Um but more specifically, um anytime he is fighting, especially early on in the series when he is is fighting or or not necessarily fighting, but when his interactions with Ty and Vo are I appreciate his the ability to really i see the pain in in ben solo's face anytime they're on there he is in a panel with those two characters and and to see that in, in in a comic book like that is just it's really it's a still image so to be able to to portray that in a way that is so easy to be seen and so memorable i think is something that really you know i loved caleb's you know the 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 scene that caleb picked um as Well, that would have been that was my number one pick, uh, but uh, but any like I said, any other time that that, that he's that he's fighting with his two former friends, classmates, yeah. uh, it was yeah, friends, classmates, pu- you know, that th- that was some really you got a real like time. human element to a lot of it, if yes, uh, coin a phrase there. So, yes, mm-hmm. like I said, this is uh, Will Sliney has, has been able to do uh, quite a bit. In the Star Wars universe, and uh, hopefully we will be seeing his work and uh, can, uh, some more, uh, possibly even with uh, with the Absolutely. High Republic. Absolutely, well, the
1: way he's going, like he'll like he'll probably be doing all the Star Wars uh, art, you know, moving forward for you know the next like three years, and that's not a
2: bad proposition at all. Yes, and he is uh, – I didn't grab his his social handles uh, to put in the show notes, but he is fairly active on social. Um, I think just like, Twitter's just like at Will Slaney. Uh, yeah, I, was, yeah, I, I think, think so, it. and I believe his his Instagram yep. is also something close to that. Um, and twitch.tv slash Will Slaney, I know we mentioned yes. that earlier. Yes, so I, I highly encourage you – uh, like I said, we all love Kevin Scott. And we all love Claudia Gray, and 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 all of the authors of the High Republic. But uh, but make sure we spend some time uh, supporting these these, these artists because these artists aren't as aren't as easily known uh, as as some of the writers. So go support the the, the their channels. Go support. Uh, go and go go learn how to draw some comic characters uh, on, on his Twitch channel because, like I said, he is he is an entertaining guy. Uh, and he is, is definitely uh, an inspiring person to watch. If you are, uh, if you are an inspiring comic uh, artist, or or any artist for for that matter. So, oh, I totally Wait, forgot. What, I, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> well, this is yeah. kind of
3: important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Sky Kids, which like a uh, UK like TV, uh, it, he he's got like a draw with kids, like teaching kids how to draw all those characters. Like all the things we're talking about, <laughs> just on television. Yeah,
3: that's amazing.
0: I, um. I remember, like, in, like, elementary school, like, there was a few different, like, shows we watch in art class, which were, like, old VHS tapes of, yeah, like, people teaching you how to draw. I remember those. It was not Bob Ross. No. Not Bob Ross, <laughs> but a few different, like, ones like that, and it seems like that's what this is, which is pretty sweet, so there we go. I, like, I was just scrolling through his Twitter, and I saw this, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, we probably should mention that.
3: <laughs> that's very cool. I wonder if he'll, uh, do any Star Wars characters there.
0: I guess we'll have to watch to find out. We can only yeah. hope.
2: Yeah. All right, and before we end the show this week, I do have one special announcement for next week's show. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the the topic is yet. We're gonna you're gonna have to tune in for that. But we have such a deep bench here at Utini that we are gonna have another guest next week. So be sure to tune in next week so you can see which one of our amazing creators and content creators uh guests with us next week. Uh, But until then, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Cosmic Force. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts uh, or right here on YouTube where you can tune in every Wednesday at 8 8 p.m. to hear us live. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on any of those platforms, especially on the podcast uh, platforms. It really helps new listeners find the show, and we always appreciate it. All of your support. Be sure to visit Utini.com for reviews, articles, and news for the entire expanded universe. Uh, we also encourage you to join our utini Discord community by going to utini.com slash Discord. If you'd like to help support the show, you can find us on Patreon.com slash and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just $5 a month. A special thank you to OK Undar, Ch- Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, as well as Kyle Hickman, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their continued amazing support. You can tweet the show at Cosmic Force Show or at our, each of our hosts individually. I'm at Ty Rags. Ir- Emma is at Irma Jedi 26 Caleb is at Caleb Laminek, and Jacob is at Jacob Bosch. Thank you again to my fellow hosts, Emma, Caleb, and Jacob. Thank you for all of you in the chat tuning in live with us. And thank you wherever and whenever you are listening to us. Uh, We truly appreciate it. And until next week, may the Force be with you.